Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. like that. Steve King and Johnny Putman in for Lisa Dent on WGN Radio. And it is time now to talk hoops. Chicago Bulls talk with Will Purdue, and we talked Bulls yesterday when we had Chuck Swirsky in here yeah. with us, so this is very cool for us. Uh, Will, good afternoon, and welcome to WGN. Well, Johnny, and thank you very much. I appreciate it, and let me be very clear here. Yeah. The real people work during the holidays. So thank you for being there. <laughs> thank you, Will Purdue. Thank I knew you, you liked you. <laughs> yes, you're going to be working because uh, for people who don't know, Will not only a Chicago Bull, but analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. And tonight's a big game for the Bulls, right, Will? Uh, it's a huge game huge. for the Bulls. Listen, it's, somehow they've slipped the script from last year. Last year, they beat up on the uh, sub-500 teams and struggled against the better teams, the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, uh, the Cleveland's, the Brooklyn's, the Phillies. But this year, they've actually done pretty well. They've flipped the script. They've struggled against the sub-500 teams and played very well against the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, and the Brooklyn's. So that being the case, I fully expect the Bulls to rebound from a somewhat embarrassing loss to mm. the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. Boy, uh, we were talking with Chuck Swirsky yesterday, and it almost looked like he was just going to pass out on Monday when it looked like the yeah. Bulls were losing to, to Houston. And, uh, well, we should mention Andy Mazur has joined us in studio, too. Hey, Will. Uh, I'm cur- yeah. I mean, I want to get your thoughts about the mentality of that, because you're, you're absolutely right. About last year, they were struggling against Milwaukee and against Boston, and this year, it seems like the the better the competition, the better that they play. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, unfortunately, as let's take your line of thought. They play up to their level of competition when they play against the good teams, and they play down to the level of competition when they play the bad teams. And to me, that just says that you got to be mentally tougher than that. You You have to prepare – like you're the better team, regardless of who your opponent is, and you have to put yourself in a position to succeed. If you go back to that three-game win streak, all on the road, you know Miami, Atlanta, uh, New York, they won the first quarter. I mean, they come out and they scored more points than their opponent. They set the tone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. against the other teams, like you know Houston the other night. They let Houston score, outscore them thirty-six to twenty-six, and when you do that. You, not only do you put yourself in a hole, but you change the mentality of your opponent. I mean, Houston knew. They know the records. They know that, hey, this team technically is better than us. The records indicate that. If you come out and put them in a big hole early and you set the tone, you let them know that, hey, we're not going to allow you guys to sneak in here. And even though you've only got nine wins, get one against us. We're the better team. We're going to show you early. They didn't do that. They allowed – Houston to hang around. And as you could see as the game went on, Houston's confidence kept growing and growing. Mm. And then when Chicago tried to make a run in the fourth quarter, Houston was like, nope, not happening. And <laughs> plus, 
you know, at the end of the night, Houston had nothing to lose because they're a young team. They're still trying to figure out how to win. Mm-hmm. But they're hungry to win just like everybody else. And when you dangle that carrot in front of them, and if you leave it there long enough, they're going to figure out how to get it. And aren't those some of the most dangerous teams to play, the teams that, as you said, have nothing to lose? No, you're exactly right, because they just go out there and there's not a lot of pressure. Their goal is is to you know, run their offense, take care of the basketball, put themselves in a position to win and play what they consider to be well. And then if they lose, well, at least you made the other team earn it. You know, the one thing that Billy keeps talking about, Steve, is is that, you know, this team has to play to a certain standard, and that's what we haven't seen, the consistency to play at that standard. They've done it against the better teams, but against the, the sub-500 teams, I think they're now like 3-8. and eight. That's just unacceptable, and they gotta they got to stop allowing that to happen. I mean, we keep having the same conversation about how this happens, so we got to do something. And somebody needs to step up on this team to prevent that from happening moving forward. Well, Will, you got to spend a, a minute and talk about the, the trouble in the locker room and what role that plays in their performance. Because uh, we, well, we know that there is some trouble. There really is. You know, the thing is, one of the things that I learned, Johnny, was is that when I played with the Bulls, we had Bill Cartwright, we had John Paxson, obviously we had Michael... When I was in San Antonio, we had, you know, Sean Elliott. But our biggest agitator and and an accountability holder was Avery Johnson, the smallest guy on the team. And that was really the the last guy you wanted getting on you because he would aggravate the crap out of you. But he was doing that out of the goodness of his heart, meaning, hey, I know you can do better and I need better. What you're doing is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And that's always what I question about this team is, is that, you know, who's the agitator? Who's the player that does the dirty work for the coaches, meaning holds you accountable oh. so the coaches don't have to continue to be the bad guy? And that's what we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think Alex Caruso has some of that in him because, you know, he didn't play in the Houston game. I think if he plays, you know, he doesn't allow this team to lose. But he's still on the sidelines in these guys' ears. It's just – you know, the question is, are they actually listening? Are they tuning him out? And that's one of the things we don't know. But we still have a long way to go, and it gives them an opportunity to kind of, as we like to say in the business as analysts, please prove us wrong. Go on a nice little win streak. Get yourself above 500, and then we'll now all change our perception of how we think about you. Hey, well, can I switch away from the Bulls real quick and, and talk about what Luka Doncic did last night? Uh, 60 oh, points, man. 21 rebounds, 10 assists. It's never been done in the history of the NBA. That was crazy. Um, you know, it's just, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the old, uh, you know, get off my lawn segment. Because they've changed <laughs> the rules of the game and because they've taken out some of the, the, the physical play that was allowed – you're going to see this. And I'm not saying you're going to see this more often. I mean, what he d- did, and I watched that, was spectacular. I mean, you know what's even more impressive than what he did? was uh, Andy, what was it? They were down nine they were down nine with nine seconds with to go. 20, yeah, 29 seconds. And no team in the last 20 years had come back from a deficit that big. It was like zero and 13,000-something yeah. games. <laughs> it was. <laughs> since that's happened, and you're just like, oh, my God. But... You know, it's just amazing how, you know, we keep seeing these type of records. But I think it's also because, you know, players are more – I wouldn't say they're necessarily 
better basketball players. When I say basketball players, I mean as a whole, basketball IQ, skill set. But they have a specific set of skills. They're more athletic. They shoot the ball better. You know, and it's just the game has changed. And, and, and the guys that have figured out the game, like Luca, are the ones that are putting up these unbelievable numbers. I mean, also you talk about Milwaukee tonight. You know, you, you look what Giannis is doing over the last four games. They're on a five-game road road uh, trip. This is the fifth game. But over those that these four games, he's averaging 35. 35. I mean, it's just the number of players now that average 30-plus is amazing. So your gut tells you tonight it looks like the Bulls can beat Milwaukee, right? Well, they should. There's no Drew Holiday. There's no Chris Middleton. They play well against the better teams. They already beat Milwaukee once in Milwaukee. Now they're playing at home, and I think there's – I don't want to say they're they're playing, you know, with their backs against the wall, but mm-hmm. I think because of what happened against Houston on Monday – yeah. They're playing with a little fear in the sense that, you know, we can't allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the players talk about it. Coaches talk about it. They're, you know, we don't care about the fans. We don't care what they have to say. But I think they understand that they're losing the fans a little bit when they have games like this. So they got to re- they got to reverse that and beat the good teams. And Milwaukee is one of the teams that they've struggled with over the last couple of years. Over the last 20 games, including the playoffs, they're two and eighteen, so this is a huge mm-hmm. win for historical purposes because of what happened on Monday. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you. I hope we get to do it in person sometime. Thank you so much, Will Purdue. Well, I, I like I like that fact. I mean, I just I, I'm I'm not sure is next week considered a holiday? Are you guys back to a regular schedule? Kind of sort of regular next. Yes, yes. <laughs> but thank you so much, Will. And Hoops Talk with Will Purdue is heard on Wednesday, and it's sponsored by Calamos Investments.